Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. Today, on my way to the gym, just as a side note, like, do whatever you can to put yourself in a position where you're your only boss. You know, there's just something to be said about not having to wake up to an alarm, um, you know, having a schedule, but you're in charge of that schedule, which means that you can delete and add things as you see fit. <clears throat> you know, there's just, and this isn't something you get overnight. You know what I mean? This is something that I think the key to becoming your own boss truly is to acquire a set of skills from somebody who's better than you in that area. Like for, I worked in sales and leadership development in the life insurance industry for you know, the better part of eight years and worked under a guy named Simon who taught me, you know, pretty much everything I know about sales and leadership development and some other people as well that I came into contact with in the business. And, um, you know, I was able to take those skills and just the raw business skills that you get from working in commission sales. Like I feel like once you've worked in commission sales and then been a commission sales leader, the sky's the limit because you know how to sell, you know how to lead and develop and delegate and duplicate. And once you know how to do those things, you have all the foundational building blocks to start a business on your own. So, you know, for those of you out there that are entrepreneurial, man, I just, I really encourage you to stick with it, man. Like right now you might have to attend meetings. You might have to do this, do this. You might be at, you know, you might have a quota, you might be at somebody else's mercy. Like you should be appreciative of those things so long as they make sense you know, and they're growing you and developing you, you should be appreciative of those things because they're teaching you how to operate. And then someday you're going to be able to duplicate that culture in your own business, right? Do you guys understand what I mean? So, um, you know, it's just, I was just thinking about that this morning that I'm just so blessed that I get to, well, you know, before I go to the gym, I'm going to, hey, my parents are in town. You know, I'm going to sit out back on the porch with them and watch the dogs play in the woods and sip a cup of coffee and, you know, slowly go through my reading for the day and my routine. I don't have to rush. I'm not, you know, oh, I gotta be, I gotta get this meeting. And then, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's just such a, I'm just trying to practice more gratitude and I'm just so grateful, um, for the situation that I'm in right now. And I wouldn't be here without going through trials and obstacles and adversities. And this situation that I'm in now really, truly owning my own businesses came about from what a lot of people would interpret as a very negative circumstance, you know, and, uh, here we are and I'm making more money now than I ever did before, you know, and it's just crazy how things work out in life. But anyways, what I wanted to talk about with you guys today is purpose, purpose. I have spent a lot of time. I thought I've always preached vision and I've got plenty of podcasts on, on vision and vision casting. And it's funny, I vision casted with people for years, but my heart was never really in what I was saying. I guess I never really had attached myself to its true purpose. So I've been doing a lot of work recently on internally, mentally developing this picture of what I want my life to look like in the next 10 years. And, you know, I, I have such a clear vision. It moves me to tears. 
I have such a clear vision. I posted this on my Instagram story yesterday, something to the effect of I just, I, when I close my eyes, I see a, a big, beautiful house, but it's not, you know, you know, those houses you go to, like I've, I've known a lot of millionaires and, you know, a billionaire. I've been to these people's houses. It's, you know, nothing against the people, but sometimes they're sterile and unlived in. You know what I mean? They're like, they're just like, it's so nice that you don't want, like, I don't want that. I don't want it to be so nice that people are afraid to like put their feet up on the couch and relax. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the house is for. So like, I just, I close my eyes and I picture this house and this big open kitchen with a huge island in the middle and it attaches directly to a dining room that goes down into a like a sunken in living room with a huge stone fireplace and all of this over there's a wraparound deck that overlooks all this acreage and the house is lived in you know there's books everywhere there's there's kids everywhere there's dogs you know there's people you know i kind of envision this i'll get into that in a second but you look over this this railing of this wraparound porch and there's just acres of land where there's horses and goats and chickens and cows there's more land than you could cover in a day's horse ride right and, you know I, I just a billion dollars you know I've, I've tallied up a billion dollars in donations and charitable contributions into the church and to god's work and i've got another billion in the bank you know and it's like and in assets you know not all in the bank but you know what i mean and i just look at this place and i realize my purpose is I would love for this to be a retreat where I can mentor people, where I can have small groups of people come and just disconnect from the world and just retreat within themselves. You know, a retreat, we think about going somewhere, and yes, you're going to come to my place, but you know, you're going to be able to retreat within yourselves, and we're going to be able to do some physical, mental, and spiritual work together. And you know, I just see me being able to serve God and not that I need a mansion and all this nice stuff to do that. I, I would do it with nothing. I would do it with a shirt and a pair of pants and barefoot walking from town to town. That's I don't need all of this stuff to serve God and God doesn't need me, nor does he need me to need all of that stuff. This would just be, this is just my vision, right? So this isn't coming from a place of, oh, God's going to give me all this nice stuff so I can do good things. It's not what it is. It's, I want this nice stuff and I'm going to use it for God, right? And I just want to be able to bless people. And, and I just want to be able to, when you hear about something happening in somebody's life where the husband dies, like, here's a check for a hundred grand. Like, here you go. Don't worry about you and the kids. We got you covered. You know what I mean? Somebody's car breaks down. They can't, boom, here's, it's fixed. Here's a brand new car, actually. Like, there's nothing more that I want in this world than to be able to do that for people. So, all that goes to say is I've begun to clearly paint this beautiful picture in my mind. And as I continue to paint and paint, I get more and more passionately excited and dedicated and I start to I've even fallen in even more love with the process I've fallen in even more love with the process and it's getting me through a lot of difficult because again as I've said in many other episodes you know the past 18 months two years of my life have been the most difficult of my life so far but I just feel this 
it's like this is all serving a purpose. You know what I mean? Like this is all for a reason. And it's tough when you don't have a purpose or a vision in your head and you don't know where you're going or why you're going somewhere or what you're even doing, why you're doing what you're doing. It's very, it's a very discouraging place to be because when challenges and obstacles and adversities come, it's like you, there's no silver lining. There's nothing to say. Like I can look at all the challenges, obstacles and adversities in my life. This is key. Please listen to me right now. Listen to what I'm about to say. I can, I can look at all the challenges, obstacles, and adversities I've dealt with in the past two years. And I can say, wow, I can see how this is going to serve a purpose in the attainment of my vision, of my goal. I can see how this has taught me a lesson in this area, in a specific area, that will help me attain this lifestyle that I want to attain, right? Like I'm able to draw that connection. The problem is, is if you don't have something to draw that connection to, it just seems like random acts of violence, the universe or God is perpetuating against you. And that's a discouraging place to be. It's a very discouraging place to be. So many people are just on autopilot. So many people are just they don't know why they're here. They don't know what the, why they're doing what they're doing. They're going to work to pay bills and die. And it's no wonder why so many people are depressed. Why so many people are anxious. Why so many people are addicted. It's when you don't have something to work towards... When you don't have a, what do they say? Success is the realization of a worthy ideal. If you don't have a worthy ideal that you're working towards, why are you living? So you, it's so important that you spend time thinking about your purpose. And this is something that like anything else takes disciplined work. Like thinking about a purpose and reflecting on what you want in life and developing that vision and making it clearer and clearer is something that takes mental work. Like I will sit there and paint this picture in my head and sometimes that like other thoughts pop in. This thought pops in. This noise, I hear this noise. And this, my phone goes off. This, it's, like, it's like the world's trying to distract me from it, but you got to sit down and put in the work. And I do believe in visualization. I do believe in visualization, 100%. You know, your brain, I believe, doesn't know the difference between the real world that it's experiencing and the one that you're painting inside of your head. You know, if you start to paint a certain vision inside of your head and it becomes clearer and clearer, your brain is going to start to think you're actually like living that out and it's going to start to act and think accordingly, right? So you're going to start to have the right thoughts. You're going to start to say the right words. You're going to start to do the right things. And that's really the fundamental basis of the law of attraction isn't that you just sit around and good things come to you. It's that when you start to think about worthy, righteous ideals, you're going to start to change your brain, the chemistry of your brain to start to be more positive, to start to be have more integrity, to start you're going to start to say better things, you're going to start to do better things, you're going to attract better people and circumstances into your life. Because of the internal work that you're doing, it has nothing to do with just magical 
electrons going out there to grab what you want in life. It's that you're going to start to become the person that is worthy of having the things that you want to have in life. So you got to have a purpose. You have to spend time thinking. And it can't just be cars and money. You know what I mean? It's got to be something that's going to move you. Like when I think about my vision, it moves me deeply because I know the impact I'm going to be able to have on other people's lives. And you're, the more people you help get what they want, the more you're going to get what you want. It's that simple. So I just want to encourage you guys all today to spend some time on your goals, spend some time on your vision, spend some time on your purpose and be encouraged and keep working hard and keep doing the right things. That's all I got. I love you guys. See you.